in any kind of empirical subject, uh, especially in demography, it's very important to know something about the sources of data uh, on which one's making one's pronouncements. Um, in demography, many of these are, are, are secure. Some of them are insecure. Uh, and uh, like in any, any other aspect of, of numerical study, it's very important to know um, how firm are the foundations uh, of the, the data on which you're, you're, you're basing your models, your projections, your, your, your high-level theories, uh, and all the rest. And this, this lecture is merely meant to be an introduction to where the demographic data come from um, and, and how they're used and how they're developed over time and what they're collected for. Um, and one of the, the, the basic points which I got to, to admit is that on the whole, and generally speaking, demographers are parasitic uh, on the body uh, politic uh, in, in their uh, sources of demographic data. Demographic data, or rather data that demographers use, are not <coughs> collected primarily for the benefit of demographers, as you might imagine. They are collected for quite other, other reasons. And partly for that reason, sometimes they are not really very suitable for demographic study. And one has to tweak them uh, and modify them and adjust them uh, so that they make sense uh, in, in demographic terms. So without further ado, uh, let's, let's have a look at what's on offer. Um, generally speaking, um, it's been the business of states uh, to increase their population over time and therefore states always taken uh, an interest uh, in, in what we would call demographic statistics, uh, not of course for demographic uh, uh, gratification of academics um, but for their own um, uh, state concerns. Uh, in, especially in the past, the more people you had, the more power you had. Uh, and this, uh, this um, uh, remark from Proverbs um, sums up the sort of um, assumption about the, the merits of large population size, um, which will be accepted equally by Sennacherib and Stalin. Uh, and um, we will go on to look at that, that, that uh, in, in more, rather more detail. The main purpose of the collection of data which we demographers use uh, to, for our estimates and our projections and, and all the rest have been uh, in the earlier time for purposes of controlling and maximizing population and later on for purposes of enhancing the welfare of, of population. And I think it's fair to say the history of the gathering of, of data which we call demographic by states has been an evolution from, um, as it were, an earlier, a rather harsher authoritarian pattern of collecting data data because it's useful for states and for rulers uh, to know how many people they have uh, they can tax, um, uh, conscript into the army, conscript into forced labor uh, to build um, uh, canals and, uh, and so forth on the one hand. Um, and as society has evolved and become uh, more liberal and softer and, and enlightened, um, we, we see the, the beginnings of um, concern for, the indivi for individual welfare starting to materialize until now, um, for the most part, in, in most systems of, of demographic data gathering, it is individual welfare, health, um, security, uh, the abolition of poverty, which is the, uh, the, the driving force uh, for the collection of data which demographers use, not so much um, uh, the, 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 the power basis, which previously was, was the case. Um, in, in earlier times, state security and religious monitoring was, was quite important um, to, to minimize um, subversion. Um, <coughs> in Japan, as some of you may know, uh, there was a considerable possibility that in the early 17th century, Japan might become Catholic 
as a result of missionary activity. The Japanese, having seen um, uh, what happened to the Philippines under Spanish control, uh, which had become Catholic, um, uh, did not wish th this to happen in Japan, and that the growing Catholic population was suppressed, uh, and its suppression was guaranteed, or at least um, uh, attempt was made to, to ensure that people conformed uh, to, to, to Shinto practices and not Catholic practices by obliging uh, 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 births and, other and, other, and, and unions to be registered in the Shinto shrine and forbade it in, in, in Catholic ones. For somewhat similar reasons, parish registers uh, in, in Protestant England were developed in 1538 in order to ensure the population um, was uh, having its religious events, which of course were then universally ob observed, uh, taking place under the aegis of the new Anglican Reformed Church, not of the old Catholic Church, membership of which was regarded as being uh, subversive in those difficult times in the Tudor period, which you'll have read about or seen on the telly, um, where Catholic recusancy was, was thought to be a very serious security threat, threat with uh, risks of uh, encouragement of invasion by Spanish monarchs um, uh, to restore Catholicism and all the rest of it. A number of other examples of that can be thought of. Mobility is something else which, which populations, which states in the past were very keen to control. Um, we owe um, to the very severe, um, um, heavy control of population by Chinese imperial authorities from the earliest possible dates. Um, uh, of, we owe to that a very substantial body of, of Chinese population data going back to uh, AD 4 or, or even earlier, which enables some reconstruction of Chinese population to be made over two millennia. It's the longest series of, of, of population estimates based on actual data which we've got, even though it's rather fragmentary, and it owes itself to this very severe system of, of uh, registration um, of, of, of households uh, to make sure that they stayed where they were, to ensure that the, the authorities knew where they were for purposes of, of, uh, of uh, taxation, for purposes of, of um, uh, assembling workforces, for building those great canals which characterized uh, uh, the Chinese infrastructure and, and all the rest of it. Uh, that continues to the present day. The hukou system of, of household registration in a modern guise is still a much criticized uh, element of, of control of population <laughs> movement uh, in, in communist China uh, to this day. So not all of these um, uh, state control elements have gone away by any means. And there's also still in Belarus uh, the, 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 the old Soviet system of a, a propiska, of an internal passport, also designed to, to regulate internal movement and, and prevent people living uh, where they want to. Um, in due course, um, personal needs started to emerge. It became useful for individuals. It's always been useful for people to have some record of who they are. And in the absence of, 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 of uh, written documentation carried by individuals in most those times in the past, the fact that, that either their birth or their baptism was recorded somewhere in an official document was of great value to them and became increasingly valuable to them for purposes of identification, for purposes of proving their inheritance and their entitlement uh, and the legitimacy of their children uh, and all the rest of it. Um, we move, I suppose, from the 16th, 17th century onwards into a time where, where more enlightened governments were much, became much more interested in looking after the welfare of the people. Um, and data were increasingly collected, not just for the, uh, the, 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 the um, state reasons that I mentioned earlier on, um, but for allocating resources, for um, monitoring health trends um, and, and um, um, population distribution and, and overcrowding and all sorts of other aspects to do with welfare, which have generated the, the now very substantial set of, of uh, um, population questions which we have 
um, uh, in, in, in the modern day census where there are 50 or so questions, um, mostly to do with with um, uh, helping the state to, to, to manage uh, population welfare rather better uh, than, than, than previously. So what kind of data are these? There are two, really three, basic sorts of data which are collected which are useful for demographers. The one, the, the most obvious one is the census. The census is a, a, a regular um, uh, universal count of the population and an evaluation through questions of the condition of, of the population. Um, uh, it is meant to be universal. It is meant to refer to a specific point in time, preferably a particular day in a particular year. Um, it is periodic, usually at, uh, held at a 10-year interval, in some countries a five-year interval, um, and the numbers of questions uh, um, have increased over time at the, at the moment. There are about 50 in, in, in this, this questionnaire here. They are based on households. Um, the household is a basic unit, and every person in the household um, answers, answers the questions or has the questions answered um, for him or her by the so-called head of the household, um, a point which I'll raise uh, later on. The other major source of population information comes from so-called vital registration. That means that events relating to an individual's life history are recorded as they happen. In the past, these would be defined in religious terms, as a baptism, as a marriage, as a burial. In more recent uh, times, um, th those have been transferred, as it were, to their secular equivalent of births, marriages, uh, and deaths. These, in the nature of things, um, happen all the time. They require some system uh, whereby uh, individuals are compelled uh, to, to, to record these events within a certain space of time of their, of their happening and under penalty. Um, and uh, that, of course, requires some kind of national organization to collect that, either uh, the ecclesiastical parishes of the past um, collecting data uh, on, on, uh, on baptisms and burials and marriages celebrated in that church, uh, or more recently, register offices um, um, held um, up and down the country in the developed world. In the nature of things, you've got to be quite a developed country before you can afford to have a system which records, uh, um, uh, uh, which registers um, vital events as they happen, because it requires a, a structure uh, of collecting data around the country. You can't do it by, by survey. It's got to be recorded as it happens, uh, more or less on the spot. Population registers are a development of that. Uh, the, these are um, systems where, um, usually on, on a local basis, uh, not only are, are these events recorded as they happen, but also a running total of households and their composition is kept on the basis of an evaluation of a census type uh, brought or, or continually up to date by uh, adding the births, um, recording the marriages, deleting the deaths. So you have a running total of population and the characteristics of that population. That appears to be the future um, for population uh, enumeration in, in the developed world, as I'll mention later on. We need these two sorts of, of data uh, because we're interested in risk. It's quite interesting to know how many births there are in a particular country in a particular year. It's quite interesting to know how many deaths there are. What we really want to know for, in order to compare trends over time, in order to compare different countries and different populations, what we really want to know is what's the risk of it? What's the risk of the individual of, of, of dying? What's the risk of the individual of, of, of having one or two or three children in the course of their lifetime? For that, you need to put together two kinds of data. You need to put together the population at risk typically derived from the census or from some large-scale survey, um, uh, and, and to, to um, relate to that the number of events as they happen. You divide the number of events by the population at risk, and you get some kind of rate 
as I'll explain uh, next week. Um, the most simple way of doing that is simply to work out a so-called crude rate of the number of events divided by the total population at risk of that event times 1,000 to make it into a, a, a nice rounded number. Um, so you've got a crude birth rate um, or crude death rate in, in Iran, as, I, as in this example, it was 19 births per 1,000 population in, in 2009. In this country, it's about 12 births per 1,000 population. Um, and uh, in, in, uh, in Uganda, it would be about 50 births per 1,000 population. More informative measures um, um, use more data. Uh, and um, we'll, we'll see in the next lecture or two um, how, we, how we use rather more refined methods to give intuitively more informative measures of, of, uh, of risk. But uh, in, enough of that uh, later on. I mentioned that collection of, of, of data which we use for demography is almost as old as states themselves, because states for their survival, ever since they've been states, have been interested in working out how many people they have to tax, to, to uh, draft into the army, uh, and so on, and in particular, uh, to make sure that their numbers aren't declining ra rather than, rather than uh, increasing. Because especially in the past where it was almost impossible to improve productivity, uh, the, the output of a particular country would depend very much, even more than it does at the moment, on the number of people in that country. And so the, the, the more, the better. Hence the growth of empires and, um, and the growth of attempts to enumerate. And these go right back to ancient Sumer in the Fertile Crescent, to Egypt, to Babylon. Um, several examples in the Bible, um, one of which greatly complicated uh, an attempt to introduce population registers in Britain later on, so I hope I'll have time to mention. Um, in Rome, they held censuses every five years for 800 years, almost none of which have, have survived, thanks to the um, um, tendency for barbarians to, to burn the place down from the 6th century onwards. Um, we do have some census records from Roman Egypt, which are extremely instructive. Some, some, some uh, individual questionnaires uh, from Roman Egypt, some of which suggest that um, a brother-sister marriage um, was quite common. Um, following the, the example of the Ptolemies. You recall that uh, Cleopatra uh, was nationally married to her brother, um, and uh, the, uh, other people seem to think this is a good, good thing to do to ape the, the, the uh, activities of the upper classes. Um, all sorts of curious things emerge from these, these bits of data which have survived from the ancient past. Um, China, as I mentioned, the, the hukou system of, 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 of uh, household registration, um, insofar as that the data were collected when dynasties were, um, uh, were intact, has given us um, bits of information uh, over the last 2,000 years, which have enabled this immense uh, set of estimates of population to be, to be consolidated by adding them all together. Um, uh, here is a graph. It's a, it's a bit uh, squashed in, uh, uh, showing um, Chinese population history over the last 2,000 years. The, 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 uh, the, the dots, different colored dots, are, are, are periods of... Uh, actual, actual enumerations or, or collections of, of enumerations um, and you can see that, that uh, uh, there are periods of time when, when th these are not collected um, because the, the Chinese history is, is, is one of the establishment of, of powerful dynasties which can maintain this system followed by um, periods of, 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 uh, of, of um, interregnums of chaos uh, during which time uh, records were not collected and those which were collected might have been destroyed. But you can see that the, the, we, we, we see periods of growth and we see periods of decline, particularly after the, 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 the Mongol invasions of the 14th century, no, sorry, 13th century. Um, and then a very rapid decline, uh, increase under the Qing in the 19th century, and even more rapid increase now at the present day, but then heading for a fall uh, in about 30 years' time. So, really, so really very interesting uh, information can be collected for some countries over a long period of time from sources which are not intended to gratify demographers um, but, um, or human sciences students or PPE uh, scholars, but nonetheless do serve uh, to um, produce all sorts of very valuable 
information to get back. Um, Japan, I've mentioned. Korea was, was similar. Interestingly, in, in, at the beginning of the early modern period, we, we, we start to see modern type censuses being, being introduced, particularly in those countries uh, which were um, under threat of demographic decline. As I'm sure you know, the, the early European colonies on, in North America were in quite a vulnerable state. Some of the early ones on Roanoke Island, for example, disappeared without trace. Um, within two years. Uh, others were very precarious demographically because the death rate initially among the colonists was extremely high uh, and uh, the, the, their survival was uncertain. So we have censuses uh, of a local kind going back to, to the 17th century. Um, and in Europe, we have one from 1703 in Iceland. That's thought to be the first modern census in Europe, um, precisely to evaluate uh, the, the size of the surviving Icelandic population, which had endured what many historians called a millennium of misery, um, thanks to the deterioration of climate. It got particularly bad uh, in, in the 15th and 16th centuries and, and reduced the Icelandic population to a lower level. But still one sophisticated enough to hold a census in 1703. Um, and uh, that, that's where, from then onwards, we start getting more and more censuses in European countries. Um, here are some, uh, uh, some uh, pioneer demographic sources. The Doomsday Book you will have heard of, um, not actually a census, it was an inventory of property. Um, after the Norman conquest, uh, the, the king obligingly decided, decided that all, all property was his uh, and that everyone held property um, as his uh, uh, um, uh, tenant. Um, and the Runesday book was, was si simply an inventory of, of, of property, uh, which happens to mention people in a way which enables us to re reconstruct the population, given all sorts of assumptions about household size, which I won't uh, go into. But it is a unique source. Uh, and although there are other uh, kinds of inquiries later on, there's nothing quite like Doomsday book anywhere else. From the 16th, 17th century, we start getting modern censuses, as I mentioned. Uh, first of all, based on individual basis, and then based on a much more rational household basis, starting really from from the middle of the, of the 18th century with Sweden in 1749 and then up to the present day. Some countries didn't hold censuses until quite late, as I mentioned. The Russian Empire, not until 1897, and, and uh, a modern census in Japan, uh, not until 1920. We owe to these, um, they're all gentlemen, I'm afraid, ladies, they're not the women, early demographers, um, I'm sorry to say. Uh, quite different now. The registrar general is, is female and has in the previous one was as well, but not at this time. Um, it is these characters who turned these state statistics for the very first time in, into, into demography. Um, it, it didn't, uh, uh, previously they were simply not used uh, for, for any kind of scientific or, or broader political purpose. Um, John Graunt, um, uh, uh, concerning whom Philip Krieger is, is the world's greatest living expert, um, really began demography in his book of 1665 called Natural and Political Observations Upon the Bills of Mortality. Bills of Mortality, um, uh, records of, of, of uh, deaths uh, kept every week by the company of parish clerks, um, uh, uh, categorized by cause and also birth. Um, in order to forewarn, particularly, uh, the onset of plague and other epidemics. Their major function was an early warning system for, for a, a rise in deaths, uh, which, which uh, indicated that the plague had returned. Um, Grant used these data, which were, pub which were, which were collected, published, printed, uh, made public, um, in order to analyze the, the population of London. And that's the first book of demography, using these state statistics collected, in this, in this case, for um, uh, very practical reasons, um, turning it into an analysis of population change with all sorts of novel discoveries which previously hadn't been uh, appreciated at all. 
Um, um, he, like almost all the other Englishmen here, was a fellow of the Royal Society. Quite a few of the others were clergymen. Uh, Susmilch, um, uh, uh, an early German precursor of Malthus, was a clergyman. Malthus himself, of course, was a clergyman. Richard Price was a clergyman. And most of the English people also were fellows of the Royal Society. Uh, and uh, we, we see, we see in, in, in this chronology of, of, of turning um, uh, data collected for state purposes into, into a kind of science, um, a, a kind of microcosm of, of, of the rise of the Enlightenment uh, in, in, um, uh, in Western Europe, where all sorts of other kinds of scientific inquiry of a statistical and rational kind were starting to accelerate. Um, uh, uh, Halley, uh, just, just to remind you, A, um, Halley lived uh, in, for part of his life in a house in New, New, uh, um, New College Lane, which you can see if, with a plaque on the wall if you walk down there. Um, and of course, like many of these characters, um, he wasn't just interested in the model, he was interested in everything, all sorts of aspects of natural science. And Halley um, ha ha was the first person to, to be able to plot the trajectory of a comet and, 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 and correctly predict um, its return, um, um, even though its Turn was projected to be a time when he would be dead. He comes back every 75 years, uh, and he will be alive, I hope, in 2051 to see it coming back. Um, Halley, uh, the demographer, was also Halley, the astronomer. He was also Halley, all sorts of other things as well. Uh, great days for the polymath. Um, the, the, re the registration of... of, of uh, oh, I see, it's one of those things. I shall bring a bucket in future to drown such things and silence them. Um, <laughs> Uh, this, this is just to remind you how registration changes from, from religious to, to vital events. Uh, originally, we have this, these parish registers uh, from 1538 in England, which is when the statistical curtain goes up on the English population and generates data which we've been able to use to reconstruct population and, and birth rates. The bills of mortality I mentioned, uh, these, these inquiries into the causes of death in, in urban areas, first of all in London and then in provincial towns. And then from um, the 17th century, the start of some attempt uh, to, to evaluate things on a civil basis. The protectorate under Oliver Cromwell briefly introduced the civil register to replace the religious one, not because they were irreligious, but because they felt that they were, they were not sufficiently efficient. Um, uh, in fact, for all sorts of complicated uh, reasons, we didn't get a compulsory civil registration of, of births and deaths in, in England uh, until 1837, something which attracted considerable uh, comment on, on the part of, uh, of, of foreign uh, observers. Uh, and then it's got more and more complicated as, as time has, has gone on, particularly with the proliferation of administrative registers, whereby lots of things you do, probably without your really noticing it, uh, are now incorporated into fairly comprehensive uh, sets of, uh, of data. Your national health service number, your national insurance number, your, your, your driving license, um, your tax records, your TV license, the latter, which covers 97% of, of households in the country, uh, all producing registers which you can possibly put together in, in a population register to replace the census, as we will see in due course. This is just an example of what you get from the parish registers. Uh, this is not the actual register itself. It's an abstract from it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, and it shows the difficulty of using, of using data not collected for demographic reasons to try and turn it into demography. Because what you've got in the parish register is simply A, where the parish was, the location of the parish, uh, 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 the, the, the date of the event, um, the fact of the event, whether it was a baptism, a burial, or a marriage, and these are religious categories, don't forget, not, not, uh, not demographic ones, and the name of the person, um, uh, uh, a die of being buried uh, or, or being married, 
uh, or, or being baptized, and in the latter case, in the name of their parents. And so uh, you, you don't have their ages, um, for example. You don't have how many previous children uh, they got. Um, you've got to work this out, and you do this by a complicated system uh, uh, known as, well, it's essentially simple, very tedious, uh, called, called a, a record linkage, whereby you plough through uh, these registers, uh, making a note of every event and every name as, as it arises, and then making a note when the same name crops up, making the assumption, of course, that the surnames remain reasonably constant, which by this time uh, they, they were. Um, once you can do that, you can slowly start to rebuild lives. You can rebuild lives from the burial of an individual, uh, sorry, the birth, baptism of an individual at a particular time, um, their subsequent burial as a child if they die early, uh, their subsequent marriage, um, the, the baptisms of their children, and their subsequent burial. So if, you, if they survive um, um, uh, to uh, later life, if they don't move away from the parish, you have a complete record uh, if you can link these, th these events, because then you can work out how much time elapsed from one to the other. And here, for example, is, is an example. If you look at Thomas Bathurst, you will see that uh, uh, Thomas uh, uh, Bathurst was, uh, um, was baptized on January 24, 1762, and poor Thomas Bathurst uh, was buried um, in the same year on September 21st. So you, 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 you already reconstructed a bit of that person's brief life. You got how long he lived. Um, and uh, the same uh, kind of thing enables you to work out uh, the average uh, 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 length of life, the average age at which people got married, the proportion of people who got married um, uh, in, in the course of their lives, uh, how many children they, they had on average, the birth intervals of, of those children, so you can infer whether or not family planning was being employed, almost certainly not, uh, all sorts of uh, other uh, detail. As long as you can collect um, enough data, link it uh, in registers which are um, sufficiently intact over a sufficiently long period of time. And that, of course, is quite a big if, because these are hundreds of years old. Um, uh, they get uh, burnt in fires. They get eaten by mice. They get used as wrapping paper. Um, um, uh, in, uh, uh, lazy clergymen don't keep them uh, 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 safe from, 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 from water um, or, or, or may simply dispose of them. Nonetheless, it is possible in the 10,000 ancient parishes of England uh, to uh, recreate population using a sufficient number of hundreds of these parish reconstructions. So we have very good data. Um, about demographic behavior of a kind which actually we lose in the 19th century because the parish registers then become inadequate uh, to, to cover the whole population. Um, but um, this is one of the areas like astronomy where amateurs are really important. Rillian Schofield could not have used the parish registers to reconstruct the population of England and Wales if it had not been for an army of, 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 of local amateurs willing to go through this rather numbing task of, of uh, an individual record linkage and family reconstitution. Um, these are uh, just to show you what the bills of mortality actually look like. These are posters stuck up in public places. You can't read the detail, but uh, on, on, on the left we've got a, a weekly one um, for one of the London parishes, uh, indeed for, for the plague year. And you can see um, um, how the causes of death, I don't know if you can read them or not, uh, are, um, are um, uh, all specified. Um, what have we got here? Well, we've got aged uh, 45. Well, that's, that's all right. Um, um, that's not allowed nowadays. You can't die of old age. You've got to die of something specific. Um, uh, AU almost certainly means uh, malaria. Um, what else have we got? We've got childbed, 42. That, that, that's um, that's um, uh, um, uh, maternal mortality at the time of childbirth. Uh, we've got smallpox here, 309, uh, I, I think it is. Um, um, we've got uh, suddenly... <laughs> 
see, see, some of my aunts have suddenly won. Um, uh, and uh, killed by a fall from the belfry at All Hallows the Great one. Um, so some of them are very excessively specific. Um, um, grief uh, three, uh, frighted three. Um, uh, the, the, the important thing here um, is a plague, which is here, plague 7165. Uh, that's that's the, 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 that kind of thing is the reason for the publication of these things. So you could you could know what was going on. The, the authorities could take whatever futile uh, steps that there were uh, to control the plague. The one exception, or two exceptions, being one getting out of it as soon as possible, and two stopping other people getting out of it to, to prevent it, it, it spreading, as we will see in a moment. This is the the general bill for 1665, uh, the, the plague. Uh, um, um, showing the, the casualties for, for each of the parishes. These are the, the, the parishes here, not the causes of death. Here are the causes of death, the same ones as we saw. Some of them scientifically sensible because the symptoms are, are similar to the ones we use nowadays. Others are less scientifically respectable. Teeth and worms is one, for example, which is not uh, terribly um, um, uh, helpful. Some curious connections. Um, head mold shot, which I don't know if it features here or not, um, is um, um, spina bifida, we now know. Because the, the, the head is, is, is like, like a cannonball. Um, um, what we've got here is um, um, plague death 68,596. Uh, that's uh, 68,000 uh, out of a population of about 450,000. So enormous casualty rate from, from the plague uh, in this severe year. And it's not the only one where, where, that, uh, where that happened. This is just to show the, what, what I call the mostly futile um, pattern. The, the, these, this is a kind of cartoon strip from one of the general bills um, showing the, the, the progress of the plague, people, people dying uh, in, in their bedrooms, um, uh, the, the dogs being killed. It was thought that dogs spread plague, completely mad. Um, dogs kill rats, which spread plague, but uh, here are the dogs being beaten to death in, in the street. Um, here are birds falling out of the, the sky, um, and also the court making their way out of London in, in the royal barges with old St. Paul's Church in the background. Um, here, we have, here we have quarantine, one of the sensible things, armed men, as you see, stopping people leaving London um, and, and with the hope of stopping the plague, a, a, a theoretically sensible thing to do. Here's, here are mass burials going on, first of all coffins and, and then cartloads of people because there weren't, weren't enough coffins. Um, and then eventually the plague goes away and people start coming back with old St. Paul's in the background. Um, a remarkable uh, episode. Uh, and this is just a provincial one, um, just to show how um, in lighter times um, uh, these bills could be uh, enlivened by, by, by tasteful poems, which you can see here at the bottom, which you can't read. All sorts of literary effusions. Um, these parish registers eventually became inadequate um, for all sorts of reasons. The, the, the increase of, of, of dissent and scepticism, um, the revival of Catholicism, uh, the, the, the development of, of, of Methodist and, and, and Quaker and other forms of Christianity which didn't use the Anglican uh, churches for, for their, their baptisms anyway, although they did for their burials to a large extent, um, meant that the, the, the parishes uh, uh, registers became less uh, useful as time went on and um, the, also the growth of data in, increased. The state was becoming more intrusive uh, in a benevolent way uh, but by this time. There was a, a realisation that it was the state's responsibility to look after the welfare of its citizens um, and uh, therefore there was a demand for, for data measuring health, measuring population train, trends um, uh, and all sorts of other things. Not to, uh, the least being um, the 18th century population controversy. In the absence of censuses, 
um, it was almost impossible to tell whether the population was growing or not. And people of, of, of um, considerable knowledge and mathematical ability were engaged in a considerable row in the 18th century as, as whether the population of England was going up or going down. It was, of course, going up, as we now know. But uh, this is difficult to, to be sure. And sent one of the reasons for the census was the, uh, the, this, uh, the re to resolve this population controversy. Um, more practical was the need for good data for life insurance. Um, life insurance as part of the general enlightenment of, of, of society um, and, and its development um, had been um, growing from the well, the, the 17th century onwards, even earlier in, in Italy. Um, and that, of course, does require for its solvency um, to have good data on risks of mortality and expectation of life, which is very difficult to get. That's one reason why, why, why uh, Edmund Halley um, created his life table from the population of Breslau in 1672. Um, as I mentioned here, by 1802, 1802 there were one million people insured with friendly societies and, and that required demographic data to work out the balance between the payments they made and the payments that which they received uh, uh, when, when, uh, when uh, they, they, they died or, uh, or when their, um, uh, insur their insurance was, was mature and, and that was lacking. Um, there's always a dark side to these things. I've I, I mentioned the severity of, of, of the ancient Chinese registration system. I've, I have a quote uh, somewhere here showing what, uh, what um, would happen to people um, who ignored the, uh, the census. Um, it says this, this dates back, back from the earliest dates, uh, around AD 2. Um, uh, there were strong penalties for evasion, um, and the, the, the official statement was, that um, um, if, if, if the numbers um, were wrong um, because they were double-checked, then the family would be placed on the list of those liable for military service. Any common people who hide from the census will be punished according to law and drafted into the army. If in their search the military come across minor officials who have suppressed the facts, those officials are to be decapitated. And uh, other uh, severe penalties were, were, were imposed, oh, right up to the present, the recent times, uh, avoiding the Volkskartei, the, the, the German um, uh, um, population register, um, just before and during the, the Second World War was a very, very serious issue and might lead to you being, being sent to a concentration camp. Um, and uh, uh, other penalties were imposed um, elsewhere. And uh, this sometimes manifested itself in, in a very severe um, retribution to, to census officials who got things wrong, even honestly. Uh, the, the Stalin was very keen, like all uh, um, uh, autocrats, on, on population growth. Um, he felt that the population of, of uh, the Soviet Union in 1837 uh, ought to be 170 million. In fact, it turned out to be 162 million, 8 million people short. That's because, of course, of the enormous mortality in the Ukrainian uh, collectivization famine, plus the beginnings of, of, of the heavy mortality from the Great Terror, where about a million people died. Um, and as you see, the, the census board came to a, a bad end. Is just the more senior officials, one of the more junior ones, I, I, I don't know. Uh, and in fact, the whole census of, 18, of 1937 was effectively hidden uh, from, from public. Right? We didn't know about it until Mr. Gorbachev's uh, um, uh, um, uh, openness campaign uh, in, in um, 18, 1985 or whatever it was. That was the first time that we had any clue there had been a Soviet census in, 18, in 1937. There was another one in 1939, which came to the right answer, amazingly enough, uh, and that's one we knew about. We did not know about 1837, 1937 uh, at all. Perestroika is the word I was going for. Uh, these are just posters for that census, for those censuses. It's just for adornment. 
Um, there's also a complication uh, if instead of having autocracy, you have democracy. If you, um, um, Nigeria is an example I'll, I'll dwell on in a moment. Um, in, in Pakistan, um, because of controversy about, about um, the balance between different provinces in, in Pakistan, there were five census postponements uh, in, in the last decade. Um, the, the Lebanon census of 1932 was the first and so far the last um, that unwisely um, allocated the offices of state according to the relative size of different population groups, uh, such that the Maronite Christians, on the basis of census results, were, were awarded um, the, the, the post of being president. Um, the Sunni Muslim, on, on the basis of the numbers evaluated in the census, were, were awarded the post of, uh, of prime minister, uh, and the Shia Muslims were awarded the post of speaker of, of the parliament. Um, since 1932, of course, because of different pace of demographic transition, uh, the balance of numbers in Lebanon has radically changed, as well, of course, as all kinds of terrible turmoil. It is by no means, it is quite impossible now um, for a census to, to, to confirm those, those uh, positions. In, in fact, other things have overtaken them. Um, but there hasn't been a census since because it, it, would be so, it would so much upset the political apple cart, as it were, with unforeseeable consequences that um, uh, a, a different arrangement has, has, has come to. Um, this is the problem of what happens when you add democracy to federal proportional distribution and the census. Um, in, in Nigeria, um, the, the constitution requires that the different major provinces of, of Nigeria have representation uh, in, in the parliament according to population size. Uh, accordingly, it's, it's, it, it's become, it becomes highly beneficial to these different regions to, to maximize the number of people, particularly when there is ethno-religious conflict, the northern part of Nigeria, as I'm sure you all know, being mostly Muslim, uh, the southern part being mostly Christian and animist, with, with increasing tension between them. And as you can see, um, the, the, the census of, of 1962 gave 44.5 million people. This was thought to be defective, uh, too high uh, for all sorts of reasons. Uh, it was held the next year, and amazingly enough, another 16 million people materialized uh, as a consequence of, of, of uh, all sorts of uh, encouragement uh, to maximize numbers for political and economic ends. Uh, that was revised back to 55.6, uh, and a census uh, could not be held again uh, until 1991. Um, and the, there is uh, the, the census of 2006 has generated continuing uh, controversy. Uh, and, and, and alas, as you know, I'm sure uh, uh, um, religious conflict in Nigeria is getting worse rather than better. Um, the developments in, in vital statistics are particularly interesting because they, they are closely connected with the rise of modern scientific medicine and the rise of epidemiology. Um, the, the, the value of demographic statistics is strongly highlighted by the work of William Farr, uh, John Snow, uh, and others um, in um, identifying um, the causes of major uh, uh, um, uh, mortality uh, in, in, in Britain at that time. Um, and it could not have been done if it had not been for the collection statistics and the manipulation statistics with, with, with modern methods. Let me give you a, an example. Um, uh, this is a famous example of Dr. John Snow um, and the Broad Street Pump. Cholera, uh, which is an, an, a disease native to Bengal, first arrived in England in, um, I think it was 1832, having previously been totally unknown. 
Um, over the next um, uh, few decades, it, it caused several hundred thousand additional deaths uh, in five or six separate epidemics in, in London and elsewhere. Cholera is a disease which is spread through sewage-contaminated drinking water and sewage-contaminated food. If, if you keep sewage and water apart, there's no cholera. If you combine them, you get cholera. The, the sewers of London at that time um, were, were um, a perfect environment for the spread of cholera because um, sewage went into the Thames, drinking water was taken out of the Thames, and therefore we get a, a, a wonderful environment for the spread of uh, cholera and also for typhoid and paratyphoid, which have the same sort of uh, ecology. No one knew what the cause of these diseases were. Uh, it, was, it was assumed um, that it was essentially miasmatic, that disease uh, of this kind was caused by uh, uh, vapours uh, uh, emerging from contaminated ground um, and, and being breathed in and causing the disease. The, the, uh, there was some suspicion about, about Germans, but, but, but really no knowledge about the germ, no acceptance of the germ theory of disease. The miasmatic theory was not as daft as it seems because it was certainly the case that death rates were always higher in swampy, low-lying ground uh, where, where these um, miasmas could easily be imagined to be much more prevalent than, it, than in more be better ventilated areas of London, say in Highgate and Hampstead, which is why Highgate and Hampstead were so popular as, as places to live uh, among the better off at that time and indeed since, but for different reasons. What um, the combination of demographic data and, uh, and maps uh, managed to do was to, was to show that this could not possibly be true and that something in the water was, was, was causing cholera. It wasn't then known what was causing it, but a, a purely statistical inference from demographic data plus maps showed that it had to be something in the water uh, and, and that enabled uh, the problem to be resolved. This map on the left is Dr. John Snow's map of, of, the, of, of cholera cases uh, in, in, uh, in, in part of London. Um, in, uh, in 1854, uh, which, of course, you couldn't get unless you had a, a record of the cause of death, which, of course, is what civil registration of 1837 had provided you with, a compulsory record of the cause of death on reasonably modern scientific medical grounds. He was able to show that those um, people who are, who are getting the, the most likely to get uh, cholera in this area were getting their water from a particular pump, the famous Broad Street pump, and here is a replica of it uh, in... Um, uh, uh, in, in, in that area with a pub devoted to John Snow on the corner. Um, and uh, th that, that was an example of, of, of uh, um, uh, demonstrating a mode of transmission of disease using purely statistical data um, without then uh, being able to show that the microbes are under, under the, uh, the microscope, which led later was, was possible. And um, uh, John Snow in this particular case and, and William Farr more, more broadly uh, were able to, to, to uh, uh, so demonstrate the importance of, of water, water sources in, in, the, in the epidemiology of cholera and typhoid and paratyphoid that several, uh, in, in uh, modern uh, um, uh, terminology, several hundred million pounds was then spent uh, in, in, the 19, in the 1860s in producing a major system of, of interceptor sewers in London with, the, with the, the primary purpose of the elementary task of separating sewage from drinking water. As a consequence of that investment, cholera disappeared and typhoid and paratyphoid went into terminal decline. Uh, quite remarkable uh, example. And those are the sewers which still um, operate in, in London, um, although they're now in need of considerable expansion thanks to the growth of population, hence the great London Interceptor Sewer Project at the moment, which those of you who live in London will probably have heard of. So, um, I must uh, press on. The problems of 
uh, vital registration and of, and of censuses, particularly of censuses, are, are, are leading to a, a radical change in the way that, that, that uh, data are collected, uh, which has considerable political overtones and is quite controversial. This is the development of person number registration systems, um, which, which use a combination of census and, and, and uh, um, administrative data to, 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 as it were, create uh, the possibility of record linkage for every individual. So individuals are traced uh, from or, or tracked from birth uh, using a unique person number, uh, which is then used for their subsequent vital events, for the recording of their, uh, their subsequent vital events, and also uh, linked um, to, the, to their residence, uh, to their tax, and other things. So you can see why it may be uh, controversial. Um, oh, um, I've gone out of, out of sequence somewhat. Questions in a modern household census, you've got in front of you. Uh, that's something to take away in case it amuses you. Um, this is a summary of, of, of what the questions are. Uh, they're getting rather numerous, and that's one of the reasons why the future of the census is, is, is under doubt. Um, there are all sorts of problems uh, typically with the census. Um, naturally, some people are missed. There's undercount mobile populations, um, either where there are no bands in the desert or, or, or homeless people on the streets of London are, are difficult to count. Um, misstatement is, is, is common. Old people exaggerate their age. People in simple societies don't know their age, and so you get um, a very amusing uh, um, aspect of age heaping, um, which is uh, illustrated here. Um, this is age heaping in the Indian census in 2001, when people don't know their exact age, so it's not important to them terribly in, 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 in poorer areas, um, uh, they, will, they, they will approximate it naturally. They, they will round it up, as we all use the decimal system, to the nearest 10 uh, above or below. Um, failing that, they'll round it up to the nearest 5. And as you can see, that there's, there's a, a, an ex, a great excess of people um, at, uh, at, at, at different ages of 10, and, uh, and a similar one at age, a smaller one at age 5, which diminishes with, with the younger population. Younger population is much better educated, much more likely to know its exact age than older people up here, most of whom don't know their exact age. So that's got to be corrected um, by all sorts of ingenious statistical devices if you want to have a proper population uh, pyramid. Um, we also have problems in, in this country. The census of 1991 was thought to, to have missed a million people. Subsequent I I inquiries suggested it hadn't actually missed a million people, but in fact they had emigrated. The estimation of, 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 that, of, of, of that excess emigration was in itself turned out to be uh, inaccurate uh, and required the ONS to invent a, a fudge of 290,000 people uh, to account for the unattributable demographic change, a new category in population um, which was inserted into the census estimate to, to, to block, to, as a kind of polyfiller, to um, uh, uh, block the gap in, in between the estimates of, uh, 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 on a yearly basis and the, the, the census total. And the 2011 census showed the 2001 census to have been wrong by about uh, 250,000 people um, as well. So we've got a problem uh, with the census. Um, several reasons for having a problem with the census. The pattern of expenditure is uneven. Every 10 years, you've got to, we've got to assemble a large number of people to carry out the census, enumerators, analysts, this, that, and the other, um, and um, the cost of, of all the, 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 the publication and, and analysis, about 500 million per time. That actually, if you think about it, isn't all that much per head. Uh, with a population of, of, of 60 million, it's only about 12 quid per head. So it's not that bad, but it seems it's an awful lot in, in a budget when it comes um, as a lump every 10 years, as it were, rather than being spread uh, evenly. So the, the cost of censuses is one of the reasons for, for the pressure uh, to uh, move to something else. 
You never get the data quicker than a year after the census. The detailed data takes two years or even more. So it's already a picture of the past. <coughs> then, when it, with a mobile society, um, it starts getting obsolescing very rapidly. Uh, as Harold Macmillan observed, even back in 1956, he said um, uh, that um, you, you using, using the, the census data to make rational decisions about, uh, about um, uh, distribution of expenditure and so on, rather like using last year's railway timetable to catch this year's trains. Um, there are increasing civil liberties objections, both from the right, especially in North America, and also from, from the liberal left. And there's a particular problem in Germany, for obvious reasons, about any kind of enumeration. Um, you don't normally get more than 95% of the population counted. And it may be in some uh, districts in Britain, it was down to 62%, according to the estimates uh, later made. Um, and so there are, there are all sorts of problems uh, about the census, which is uh, leading to, the, um, um, to this kind of comment that with an increasingly intrusive welfare state where governments are spending um, 30, 40, 50 percent of, of, of the whole GDP, um, they're trying to do so on the basis of inadequate numbers. Uh, consequently, um, population registers are gaining ground, um, and um, um, it is now the case that a majority of countries in Western Europe have, 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 have moved away from the traditional census of, of the kind which you've got in front of you and have moved to a system of population registration um, whereby, uh, which is thought to include everyone in, in the population without being included in which you can't really access uh, public services, which has been uncontroversial for um, two or three decades now in the Scandinavian countries and is being adopted uh, very generally. I think in the 2010-11 round of, 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 uh, of censuses, um, uh, only Britain and, and, and Portugal um, held uh, traditional census. Eastern Europe, they still have traditional censuses. In, in, in Western Europe, um, um, it is now much more a question of population registers. The UK government has decided that this census you've got in front of you shall be the last. It may have to change its mind because they have not yet come up with the replacement. It's got to have the data to run the, try and run some aspects of the country properly. No one's yet decided, despite some frantic efforts, what should replace it. They are nervous of a, a population register, and in any case, there isn't time between now and 2021 to create one. It's a, it, it's a complicated process. Um, uh, and they're, they're thinking of cobbling together estimates from all kinds of separate, separate, separate uh, systems which already exist, including commercial ones. We're already part of the way to register in the UK without knowing it. We already collect uh, data uh, in increasingly universally on all of these things. The, the, uh, um, the national insurance number, everyone aged over 16 has got a national insurance number. Um, Department of Work and Pensions uses it. Uh, Her Majesty's uh, Revenue and Customs uses it. Um, the National Health Service Central Register uh, also uh, includes all births now and all people resident in the country. Um, and there are various other ones which, which, which I mentioned here. These, the, the, if there were to be a population register, these would be put together, linked by a person number, um, and, and um, um, probably administered at local authority level as it is in, 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 um, in, in the Netherlands. Um, that's not going to happen by 2021. Exactly what will happen, I don't know. It will probably be some sort of, of, of a messy British uh, uh, mismatch. We'll have to wait and, and see. Um, so. Um, Things are changing rapidly in the, in the world of enumeration. Um, it's not doing so without controversy. Um, uh, I, I, for my, my own part, it seems to me the controversy is, is needless. Uh, nonetheless, it's going to um, uh, be, uh, I think, a, a, an increasingly interesting political and, and salient political development over the next few years, which we can all watch with some interest. And uh, there I will stop. Thank you all very much.